Uh, good morning. My name is David Rausch. I am the uh, president of KSM Transporters, Transport Advisors. Uh, I'd like to thank FreightWaves for hosting us at their Carrier Summit and thank uh, my guest, Sherry Brumbaugh, for joining us. We'll talk more about Sherry here in a minute. Uh, our firm, KSM Transport Advisors, focuses solely on truckload carrier profitability. That's all we do. Uh, we look at various areas of that. Today, we're going to talk about how to understand your freight, your freight network um, so that you can improve profitable operations. Uh, my background is I've been a trucker since the early 80s. I'm a third generation trucker. I've been actively involved in trucking uh, since the early 80s. I've been a consultant for 10 years, helping carriers uh, understand uh, how to be more profitable, again, primarily with their freight network. Uh, I'm fortunate today to have as a guest uh, Sherry Garner-Brumbaugh. She's the owner and CEO of Garner Trucking in Findlay, Ohio. Uh, Sherry's a second-generation uh, trucker. She is the incoming ATA chairman. Uh, she's actively involved in many trucking organizations. The three that I think are closest to her heart are uh, Truckers Against Trafficking, uh, Women in Trucking, and the Ohio Trucking Association. So, Sherry, why don't you say hi to everybody and um, give them a little bit of more, more color, and uh, then we'll get on with the interview. Sure, sure. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction and great being here today. Yeah, I'm an a educator by trade, but a trucker by heritage. Uh, my parents uh, started uh, Vern Garner Trucking in 1960. We're celebrating 60 years in the trucking industry this year. It's been quite the year, 2020. Uh, but uh, we are a truckload, uh, full truckload carrier drive in based in northwest Ohio, uh, about 90 trucks, uh, 350 trailers serving the Midwest, uh, retail distribution warehouse. Uh, that's our gig. That's what we do. Well, thanks, Sherry. So, so the first thing that I'd like to talk about is uh, your freight network strategy or a freight network strategy and why it's important to have one. Uh, we know uh, here at KSM Transport Advisors uh, because we track uh, rates and we know that from the first quarter of 2018 through the second quarter of 2020, which includes uh, April and May, some pretty rough months in this uh, COVID environment. Uh, we know our carriers beat the market. So we, we our carriers went up 8.3% uh, during that time period. Uh, the Stevens Truckload Index, which is the publicly traded carriers, went up 2.8% during that time period. Remember, that includes 2018, the rate party, and then the clawback in 2019. Uh, the TMW IDSC market rate index went up 3.3%. And, and Sherry, I'm not going to tell them the exact number, but uh, you knocked it out of the park that during that time. So how did, how did you do that? First of all, you need to have good math. And that's what David and his group has provided for us. And good data uh, allows you to make good decisions. Um, you know, prior to engaging with uh, David and his, his team, you know, we, you know, you, you, you make gut decisions and, and you, you have some information uh, and it, it, it looks like you're, you're performing well, but could we perform better? Are we making good decisions within our freight network? 
And so the, the data provided us uh, through, you know, the information was to, you know, find good yield. And that's the number one number we drive for every every week, every load, every lane. Uh, we, we want a good yield in every lane. And good math provides that for us. Great. So let's talk about the good math. Um, when you use a system like you're using our, our system, uh, you have transparency. So you have a number that's associated with every load, every customer, every lane, every area. And so you have a, a lot of transparency and transparency really goes both ways, right? I mean, it's great to have visibility of the numbers, but you have to do something with that. So can you talk to some of the challenges, if you had any, with um, with your team, with implementing, uh, with getting them to buy in, and and talk about how you actually use those numbers to um, uh, make decisions? Right. It, it, it wasn't hard to get good buy-in when it, you're looking at your network, you're looking at uh, your numbers, your freight, your customers, and, uh, you know, what, what lanes you're in, and then uh, the resources. And it's all about data. It's all about having all that good information so you can make good decisions. And the more information you have, uh, the better math you have, the better decisions you can make. And so, you know, we were able to look at our network and see those outliers, uh, you know, what was uh, not uh, a good yield, and then prioritize those lanes. I mean, you can't tackle every, you can't, you can't shake up your whole freight network. Um, you, know, you've, you know, you have contractual agreements. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard to, to, to steer the ship some, you know, make a quick left, but you, you need to guide it. And so that good math helps you to do and prioritize it. And that's what the data did for us. Prioritize what to go after first. So, Sherry, one of the things that, that we do, um, we provide is a pricing intelligence tool that allows you to, I call it complete the circle of life. If you're using yield to evaluate uh, the profitability of your of your network and help you craft this network strategy, um, do you guys use the pricing tool and how do you how do you use that? Every day, uh, we know what our uh, yield needs to be to be profitable. And so for every lane, uh, our, my sales team will put those lanes uh, you know, through that, that pricing tool and it's a guide. And then, and then you have to, you know, your relationships with your customers, uh, you look at your lanes, maybe you're not getting a yield to an area that has a really, really good yield. Uh, so maybe it's uh, identifying a lane that, okay, this is this is gonna, you know, right now it's a it's a bridge, if you will, to get us where we need to be, uh, and also it shows you market of, you know, you know maybe there's money we're leaving on the table, uh, and if there's there's you know if we can go high, you go high, uh, and if uh, you have to be in the middle, you can be in the middle and and low to to be a temporary situation, but. Uh, that that's what that information provides that pricing tool. And then you can throw all, you know, you, you know, my size carrier, we all are, we, we get, uh, inundated with bids and we can throw that bid out there and it may pull out lanes that, you know, to the, to the eye, you don't, you don't find, but the computer finds for you, the data, the data search finds for you. Right. So again, you're, you're letting the math drive the decisions. Uh, Absolutely. Yep. You know, and we, we, we say that, 
you know, for a carrier, most carriers use uh, 20% science and 80% art, and we're trying to push it to 80% science and 20% art, where you can actually spend time really thinking about what you're doing. Um, and one, one thing, one thing you alluded to there, Sherry, you talked about was that, you know, you have you have your yield-based price that shows you what you need on a lane in order to make your money to be profitable. But you also have other other prices. The most important being the market price. What's the current market for that? And um, yeah, which the market sets the price, right? I mean, so you it's hard it's hard to price above the market. Yeah. So so one thing you talked about there was going to uh, bad areas. So I'm going to get a little bit personal here. So when we first started working with you a couple of years ago, um, almost three years ago, uh, your largest customer. Uh, was kind of on an island outside your geographic footprint. Uh, and, you know, we we talked about that customer. If they showed up to be not profitable, um, can you talk about some of the pain in, in dealing with that? Not just the pain of right. hearing us, you know, harp on it every right. week or every period, <laughs> right? But um, just, you know, oh, yeah. the pain, pain in dealing with that and where you guys are with them now. Yeah. In David's language, those outliers uh, show up as toxic. And, uh, you know, it was a 15, the one particular customer was a a 15-year-plus customer. And we had, you know, a long relationship with this customer. And I called it my my come-to-Jesus call with with David. And he's like, Sherry, you're sitting down. We need to talk. (laughs) And uh, it was obvious. It was an outlier in our freight network. Uh, We were losing money doing it. And so, but it was, it was a lot of freight. Uh, and so we put a strategy together to, you know, what were the worst performing lanes going back to that customer? What was their level of tolerance of rate increase? Now we were talking, you know, 18 to 18 when there was, you know, a tolerance for a conversation for rate increase and, and where they were. And if they couldn't budge, then we, we, you know, we had to, then the ball was in our court to make a decision. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, you guys did a really great job on that and are in a, in a good place. So two more things. Um, this will kind of be a short one, I think, but one of the things that's during COVID, during the dark days of COVID, I know we're coming out of it. Um, I just read a Stevens deal this morning that uh, cast a little bit of pessimism on whether we're really you know, what the future really is. Um, but, you know, truckers are always optimistic. Um, back during the, the dark days, people talked about cheap freight, don't haul cheap freight. You know, we believe you have to haul some backhaul freight. You know, you can't load cheap to cheap, backhaul to backhaul, but it's kind of the glue that holds your network together. Can you just quickly address that? Then I've got one final question here before we run out of time. Sure. Our, our obvious yield dropped um, during this time frame. It was, I mean, you know, it, uh, 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 that heartbeat drop, right? That's what it looked like on, on, a, on a graph. And uh, so we're, we're clawing our way back from that. Uh, as I'm sure all my peers are, uh, but uh, you know we, you know we we learn from it, uh, but we 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 remain profitable. Um, you know less. You know we we because I think we've made those those good decisions prior to. And so you you had a strategy during this COVID time. You still kept the same strategy. You just adjusted your tactics 
to the reality of the marketplace, correct? Correct. And it, and the tools provided those areas where there's freight available to us in it within our network. So here we are emerging from COVID. Um, you know, the, the future is probably a little bit murky, but it appears to be positive. Again, truckers are are always positive, which is one great thing about uh, working with y'all. Uh, I mean, what is what's your guys' post-COVID path, and not just not just related to the freight network, but I mean, what what do you think and needs to happen, and what do you see happening? I mean, you have a great lens um, being the incoming chairman of the ATA, so you're really up on what's going on in the industry. So, you know, in the last minute and 30 seconds we have here, uh, what do you think? Well, you know, if there's anything we learn, um, if, if, you know, where are efficiencies, where are inefficiencies uh, in in our industry? And I, you know, I, uh, you know, I will take this moment to say, you know, as far as um, advocacy on as part of the industry, we need to advocate for that um, paperless bill of lading, uh, especially when it comes to our our our, our, our hazmat uh, freight. It, we need to be able to do that. I mean, just think of our drivers. Have you ever walked twenty five dock doors to a shipping office in the dead of winter and when it's raining? Well, that that's just senseless. We can do this. We can. Um, go paperless. We can we can do an electronic format. If we can do it during COVID, during a pandemic, we can do certainly do electronic bill of lading post COVID. So uh, let, let's learn from this. Let's uh, keep our drivers safe. Keep them in the safety of their cab, uh, and and and, trans, um, and transfer our data in a, a, a smart way. Right. Well, Sherry, um, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you here today. Obviously, uh, we know each other well, but you have a great insight into uh, both freight network engineering and the, the market as a whole. I'd like to thank Freightwaves for this opportunity to participate in their, their carrier in the Carrier Summit. And uh, with that, Sherry, unless you have anything to add, we'll just say uh, goodbye. Right. And Great. Thank you. Know thank your you. numbers. Know your numbers. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you.